Welcome to Rise and Thrive. Join me as we explore today's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to Rise and Thrive on this beautiful Saturday. You are all welcome. This is your host Diana from Bilwa and I am so glad you could join me for this episode of Rise and Thrive. So today we'll be talking about a topic we have dubbed thriving in boundary. Hey, we all know that we need boundaries in order to just survive in life. Even if you say to yourself, oh look, I don't need boundaries, I don't have boundaries. Boundaries don't have to be spoken. Boundaries are just the the confines within which you operate as a human being. So by virtue of you allowing or disallowing things actually means you are operating within a set of boundaries. Without giving too much away, I would like to introduce to you our guest this week. And joining me in my virtual studio, I am so excited today to have none other than Mel Temple. You are welcome, Mel. Hello, Pastor D. How are you? I'm doing great, Mel. How are you? I'm doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> the long overdue appointment has actually happened today. If some of you remember Mel, she came, she last came um, on, on, on an interview like this, a conversation, I think when I was still doing mentoring with transparency, yes. I'm not mistaken, yeah? Yes, it was. And, I still remember yeah. that's a few years ago now. Time really flies. And coincidentally, I replayed that episode where you came on last week because last week I didn't come on. So I put uh, a throwback. I don't know whether yeah. you saw it. And we were talking, I think, about communication in a professional setting. Yes, yeah. we were. Well, coincidentally, that meant that you were meant to come on this week. So please (laughs) do feel welcome. Rise and Thrive family, send those love hearts for Melissa. Let's make her feel welcome. So Mel hosts the words from Abba podcast and supports her husband, Apostle Simbarasha Tembo, in pastoring the New Zealand branch of Amazing Grace Tabernacle International Ministries. She has a prophetic anointing and she is passionate about revealing the Father's heart towards his people so they can go from being children of God to operating in their authority as sons. I have known Melissa for ages. I can't even begin to tell you how far back we come. I call her my daughter, but that doesn't mean her wisdom is any less than mine. Wait until you hear her open her mouth. So this is a wisdom conversation. I'm a proud mother, y'all. I'm a proud mother. So um, we are talking about thriving in boundary. And I'm very big on boundaries, Mel. And uh, if you've read my book, you will know that one of those chapters actually address the issue of boundaries and rise and thrive family i want you to understand that in life you need boundaries and so um that is why we're having this very important conversation today is to remind you that you can't thrive you can't thrive without having boundaries because people will always want to cross them So Mel, to kick off our discussion, I want you to start by defining what boundaries are and uh, why are they important? Why is it important that we should have boundaries? 
Um, when you think of a boundary, um, it's a limit that's set. I think there's a definition that I found on the Merriam-Webster dictionary, and it defines a boundary as something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. And I was thinking about boundaries, even when you're looking at properties, your boundary lets you know where you can put a fence or where you can't put a fence. When you're thinking about um, even work, there's boundaries that are set when you're given your position description, you know where your authority starts and where it ends. So when we're thinking about boundaries, it's those lines that are drawn to keep us safe so that we know the extent of our reach and we're not reaching for more than what we ought to or even less than what we ought to and i think when i was thinking of the topic of thriving in boundary a lot of times when we're talking about boundaries we talk about the boundaries that we set for other people and other relationships that we have but i was thinking about about it more in the sense of the boundaries that god sets for us and why there might be boundaries because mama also and sorry rice and fry family i won't say sorry actually i call mama mama i don't usually call her pastor d it feels very foreign to me feel free we are family i'm your mama and i i i am a proud mama like i said at the beginning so i'm proud i'm just super proud to have you here (laughs) and i am so excited that rice and fry family you can glean from this well of wisdom so yes go ahead thank you mama (laughs) so i was saying that mama mentioned that in order for you to truly thrive you need boundaries and i've learned that from her as well she's one of my mentors I've, i've known mama for over a decade and she's mentored me both closely and sometimes even from afar when she hasn't known it for over 10 years so i i've seen her thriving in boundary and i tried to emulate that and that has to come from somewhere you know as it is in heaven so it is on earth and so if for us as humans we thrive in boundaries it's got me thinking that god do you set boundaries on us and why would you set boundaries on us and the thought also came i've been watching mama a video of somebody who was rebuking someone about something i won't mention what it was i can't quite remember but it started making me think about the difference between living in bondage and living in boundaries yeah and like i said that this conversation is mainly going to be looking at boundary in terms of how god sets boundaries within our lives and when i started thinking about that it brought a question into our the holy spirit i'll say dropped a question into my heart and said melissa why do you think it's so difficult to be a christian and whenever the Holy Spirit drops those kind of things into my spirit, I know that there's something that he wants me to see that maybe I'm not seeing or that I haven't seen that I was in, but now I'm out of usually. And so I realized that sometimes being a Christian can be quite difficult because you will think you're operating within the boundaries that God has set, when in reality you're operating within a bondage of people's expectations. Mm. And so it's important to understand when in terms of us as Christians and for us thriving in boundaries as Christians, as as women, as men, as children, sons and daughters, it's important to understand when you're within a bound, whether you're within a boundary or you're within bondage. Now, God definitely uses people to speak to you. But when you begin to do things in order to get the approval of people, you've stepped out, out of the limits of boundary and into bondage what a boundary does a boundary i find it very interesting mama because 
in order to enforce a boundary, it's up to you. Somebody, you can set the boundary, but it's up to you to enforce it. And this afternoon, I was thinking about fences. Sometimes, when you've got a property, there'll be a dispute between neighbors because somebody has built their fence in their neighbor's property. That's about why? Because it's a boundary. A boundary is is a line. It's something that's telling you that this is where your limit is. Now, it's up Mm. to you to ensure that you stay within those limits. But then living in bondage is very different because what living in bondage does, it stops you. It's a, it's a physical stopping that somebody else is exerting power over you. And that's not what how God operates. That's not how the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit, he sets boundaries. He lets you know that, yes, this is okay. No, this is not okay. Yes, this is right. No, this is not right. You know, the word of God tells us that before you, I set life and death, blessing and curse. And he says, what? Choose life. So there he's already telling you that, hey, there's certain boundaries that I've created. And the reason why I've created this is so that you will be safe. Boundaries are not created to limit you from experiencing all that life has to offer. In fact, a boundary does the opposite. A boundary ensures that you're going to enjoy all that God has placed for you, all that he has um, made ready for you. That's why those boundaries are set. So whenever you're thinking about boundaries, it's about what is it that I have been created to do? Paul describes it as running your own race, right? He says, run the race that is marked for you. That's a boundary. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about a track, yeah. there's literally those lines that you can see. Those are boundaries. It's up to the runner whether they stay within their tracks or they veer off and go into another lane. You know. Mm. So sometimes when we're saying stay in your lane, at yeah. times now it's it's being said with negative connotations. But I want to kind of change that narrative and say stay in your lane. It's yours. It's a boundary that God has created Mm. for you. God has created you to be all that you can be. You you can never be Melissa, just just like I can never be Mama. The boundaries that God has set for Mama are different from the boundaries that God has set for me. And so now, for me as a child of God, looking to to, to grow into, into authority as a son, it's up to me to discover through the help of the Holy Spirit what those boundaries are. Mm, that's that's really really powerful and i love that you've kicked it off by describing you know um like a visual description of what boundaries look like i love the example you've given about you know the neighbors not you know not having the freedom to just cross into your boundaries anyhow um and i love how you've related it actually to the boundaries that god puts in place for us and um you know it's very important to understand that when god created you he had what he created you for in mind as he, he was creating you he had your purpose in mind and so when you he put you on the face of the earth He had a job for you to do. He designed you in a way that you would fit into the purpose that he has designed for you. And so when you showed up on earth, what you were meant to do was already here. And so it's within the bounds of how God fashioned you. And I love how Melissa put it that you can't be uh, you can't be good at being the other person. You know, we always say 
if I want to be Melissa, I can only be the second best of Melissa because there's already the best of Melissa. So when you think of boundaries that God has set, think in terms of I am a unique human being with different gifts, a different calling, but also, uh, you know, different characteristics that were put in you by God because he had a purpose for you to fulfill here on earth. And I love also how you have um, alluded to the fact that, you know, when we, when we are walking, we are working within our boundaries. Um, it's okay to be within those confines and to say, look, I can't come out of them because I love how you've highlighted that we always look at stay in your lane with a negative connotation. It's almost like you're telling someone, don't come over here, stay in your lane. But in essence, we are saying to you, stay in your lane because that's where you shine. Yes. That's where only you can do what God has designed you to do. If somebody else jumped over the fence into your, your territory where God uh, has called you to operate, they can't do it as excellently as you can do it. So moving on with our discussion, Mel, I want us to really touch on, uh, you know, some of the things that hinder us from thriving in our boundaries, because um, I want us to understand here that as we are having this conversation, boundaries are a healthy thing. Okay, so I say in my book, uh, Bounce Back Stronger, if you haven't bought a copy, actually get yourself a copy, inbox me, go yes. to Amazon, go to my website, dianafundilwa.com, get a copy of Bounce Back Stronger. I talk about boundaries, but here's the thing. Boundaries are not something that is meant to keep people out necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's meant to keep your values in from being, uh, you know, you know how Jesus talks about throwing your pearls to swine. Yes. It's how you keep in the precious things from oozing out of what God has resourced you with. So I want us to touch on what hinders people from actually thriving in their boundaries because the boundaries that God has put around you are meant to make you thrive and be the best version of yourself and bring glory to him while you actually add value to people. Yeah. But sometimes people feel like, oh, when I create boundaries, then it's going to be lonely. Boundaries are something that you go in and out of. Uh, so it's a very huge topic. But what I'm getting at is I want us to touch on what hinders people from thriving within their boundaries uh, um, i think it's important to understand that the boundaries must be communicated they must be yeah. enforced they must be reinforced when they are broken because yeah. people have a tendency to want to break them but how can you thrive within your boundaries let's touch on that mel as we continue with the conversation what do you think are the things that would help people thrive I think I really have to draw from my life experiences on this. And for me, one of the biggest things that stopped me from thriving in boundary was actually not realizing that I wasn't in boundary. I was in bondage. And, mm. you know, we, we touched on what it, what the difference between being in boundary, operating in boundaries and operating in bondage. Operating in boundary 
it's doing what the Lord wants you to do. It's seeking his face, seeking God, you've created me for it. I'm a solution to something. What's that something? And consistently seeking his face for that. You know, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2, it speaks about how it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's the honor of kings to search it out. So consistently searching out, God, what are my boundaries? What have you put me here on this earth to do? Versus what is somebody else expecting me to do as a Christian? And it can be very easy to think that you're in boundary and you're not. The word of God, yeah. um, it, I believe it's in Jeremiah, it speaks about how the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. It's easy for your heart to deceive you. You mm. will think that I'm doing something to honor God, when in reality, you're actually doing something so that you can get praise from people. That's and right. That can be such a huge hindrance. Why? Because now you're no longer operating from the overflow of the Holy Spirit. You're now working within your flesh so that your flesh can get um, satisfied, so that your ego can get boosted, so that people can think that you're this great person when really inside you're not doing it for the right reasons. So one mistake, one thing that really stops you from thriving in boundary is mistaking being in bondage for being in boundary because when you see somebody else you know the litmus test for that for me in my life is this if i see someone doing what i'm also doing and they're getting more praise than me how do i feel Mm. i had a i had a situation mama where that happened to me and i remember feeling so jealous and where i would be i was happy for the person but there was just this little niggle in the back of my heart that was just it just didn't feel right and i didn't understand what was going on so i took that before god in prayer and then the lord started working in my heart and he's like melissa you haven't been doing this for me you were doing mm-hmm. it so that people would think a b c d mm-hmm. and because nobody said to you that hey you're doing a great job and yet you're seeing them saying hey you're doing a great job to somebody else now you're feeling like oh then what was the whole point you know i wasn't operating within the boundaries that god had given me Instead, I'm, I'm operating in a, so I, this is what I think people expect. And I'm going to try and give them to that. And, you know, here's a little secret, family. You will never meet the expectations of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can say that, that again. You met it. <laughs> you as soon as you meet those expectations, then the, the goalpost will change. So you keep chasing a goalpost that you never arrive at and and it's yeah 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 Yeah. and and you know that segues beautifully into the second thing that really hinders you from thriving in boundary is that fear of not meeting people's expectations yeah you know because what that's um what what that's rooted in is a belief that you're able to meet people's expectations but if we can uproot that feed, that thinking, then mm. you, you're going to move from being in a place of bondage to being able to freely thrive in, within the boundaries that God has set for you. Know this, exactly what Mama said. I think Mama put it so eloquently. As soon as you meet someone's expectation, that goalpost is going to change. And you're, cons- you're literally chasing for a golden goose that doesn't exist. You will never get there. And 
you have to stop trying to meet the expectations of people and begin to seek the expectations of God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. If your number one thing that you're looking for is to do what God wants you to do, God has a way of dealing with everything, with everything else around you. You know, I love what Papa used to say that when you're all about God's business, he becomes all about your business. So that there's certain things that I used to do and I'll be doing them maybe to please my father. And then if my father didn't approve of those things, then I'd feel really like, oh, then why did I bother doing this? But when I stopped doing those to please my earthly father and try and started doing them to please my heavenly father, years later, my fa- the very same thing, my father would come and say, wow, Melissa, well done. You're doing really well. <laughs> so it's one of those things that in order for you to thrive in boundaries, understand that you're probably never going to meet people's expectations. People, you will tell people one plus one equals two. Someone will tell you, no, it's not. Make it equal to three. You know, so remove that thought of, I, I, I have to meet people's expectations and go and seek what God expects of you and begin to, to make that your goalpost. Make, because remember, Paul speaks about how we're being changed into the likeness of Christ. So mm-hmm. the standard and the yardstick should not be Melissa. It shouldn't be yeah. the pers- person that you physically see because we're also running our own race. Yeah. The yardstick needs to be Christ. And this is the thing that I love about being in relationship with God, Mama. Jesus came to show us that it's impossible for us to meet the standards of God without the Holy Spirit. And so he's made it easy. The Bible talks about how we are accepted in the beloved. It's not even, there's nothing that I can do to be accepted. All I need to do is just believe in his son and then begin to walk the race that's marked out for me. Imagine that to know that all you need to do is just to believe that's that's to believe in his one and only begotten son and you're already accepted isn't that so freeing wow. so that um when you remove that fear you then begin to, and you start to seek what the lord expects you that's when thriving starts to show up because that's a third limitation or a third hindrance to thriving in boundary it's actually not knowing the extent of your boundaries and what the Lord expects of you. Like I said before that, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but he doesn't hide things from you. He hides it for you because the moment you begin to seek him, and this is what I found is that when a question arises in me about maybe my behavior or how I react to certain situations, and I start to go before the Lord with that, and I start to search his word and asking him to help me and to change me, it's literally such a deep introspection that it's almost like, if I can give you a very visual picture, it's like the Holy Spirit is doing open heart surgery on me and yet i'm standing right next to him watching him do it and he's explaining each and every little part so that when the heart is made whole again i know that oh okay for it to get to this bad state this is what had happened and i need to now avoid those avoid those things in order to make sure that we're not back here again so you begin to seek out the lord and to ask him what are the what are my boundaries what is the extent of my boundaries what did you create me to do why am i here you know ask those questions the lord says it says come let us reason together come ask him those questions don't be shy to ask him god actually what's my purpose 
and expect an answer and sometimes the answer can be in the most mundane of things i think it's mm. dr sam who says that your purpose is hidden in the day in your day to day activities mm. and so when you remove those three things you end up and the list this is not an exhaustive list there's probably a lot more but the top 3 things that i could think of that really hindered me personally from mm. thriving in boundaries was that number 1 thinking i was in boundary when i was actually in bondage number 2 yeah. the fear of not meeting other people's expectations and what that birthed within me when it actually came out and number 3 not fully knowing what my boundaries were in christ and when i mm. began to work on those things then all of a sudden you start to thrive because you're wow. no longer in competition with anyone you're now wow. all, all you're seeking to do now is to be exactly who god created you to be because to be honest there is mm. no competition you're yeah. running your own race oh yes absolutely important to actually highlight melissa and um you know hindrances to actually thriving lie a lot more in understanding your identity because if you don't get your identity right in the first place today you'll be you want to be melissa tomorrow you want to be a matilda tomorrow the other day you want to be a pamela you will be like the bible says you'll be like the tossing sea so first things first we need to understand that our identity in god is very important to grasp yes. that you understand your own uh, strengths your own weaknesses what you've been called to do the level of your faith and sometimes when god starts us out on a journey you know to fulfill purpose we don't have everything we we have everything that we need but sometimes it's not fully developed okay yes. so we need to go through the process of developing and becoming you know uh, a person that gets to that level where we can begin to make progress in uh doing our purpose on earth because sometimes melissa when we fail we begin to think we are not called how many times have you tried to do a task and because you failed or you've tried to do something for god and it's failed and you felt like god hasn't called you to do that mm. but when you've retracted and you sit down you you are so much um you know you, you can't rest from that thing it keeps calling on you calling on you and you know you are called to do it but then the fear of failure sets in because the time you tried it it didn't work hear me and hear me good god is a god of process we need to understand yes. that even if we are wired for something melissa even if we are operating within our boundaries there are times that we will fail and failure can be a hindrance from thriving because yes. we close the book and say i'm not cut out for this because i couldn't execute it this way but god wants you to know that even as he has created boundaries within which you are supposed to operate and fulfill your purpose on earth there is a process of growth and development that you need to go through like melissa has said with the holy spirit you know once you commune with the holy spirit and you talk to people that have walked the road we are talking about mother daughter here you know you talk to people that have gone where you want to go it helps you begin to develop skills um 
you know the passion also is is awakened but also you learn from the experience of those that have gone before you and then when you go back to execute that same thing you find that you will actually succeed so what we are saying here is that as you are operating within the boundaries that God has set for you, your purpose, understand that there will be failure, but never make failure a destination. Always look at failure as a lesson that is pointing you to the right direction. You are not losing or wasting time when you're going through the process. You are picking up the tools that you need for the next level without which you cannot move ahead. So as we honor the boundaries within which God has called us to operate, I want us to be uh, to be thinking about things like, don't compare yourself to anyone. Yes. Understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. In the secular, they'll call it self-awareness. Hey, Melissa, yes. be self-aware. Yes. When we talk about self-awareness as well, people look at it with a negative connotation, like, oh, you, you have to really be um conscious like super conscious of yourself yes. so that you don't do something wrong but we are saying you should be you should have a holistic consciousness of what is your strength and what is your weaknesses mm -hmm. um usually self-awareness we think we are looking at our weaknesses how can we work on them but i want to encourage you that in self-awareness you need to look at your strengths as well because that's where you leverage uh, uh the springboard which god has given you to move you to uh, towards your purpose so capitalize on your strengths and you will watch your your, your weaknesses begin to diminish and catch up with your strengths so um very important to understand that there are hindrances there that would cause you to want to jump out of your boundary because you feel it's become too hot in here. Maybe Melissa's land looks a bit cooler. So if I jump into Melissa's land, I might find it easy. Let me tell you something. When God designed you, he designed you with everything you need. And so if you go into another person's land, you don't have what God has put in them. So you'll be a disaster waiting to happen stick to your land and understand that within those boundaries god can grow you and he can cause you to become a blessing and begin to thrive i thought i should throw that one in there because um i've seen too many people mel give up too soon uh, because they, they've had uh, one incident or people haven't believed in them or people are talking about them that they can't do this but what is god saying the one who fashioned you and put you within that purpose what is he saying to you you see there comes a time when you need to shut your ears from the opinions of men people yes. will always have opinions about you but what is god's opinion about you and then second to god's opinion what is your own opinion about yourself and what god has called you to do you need to get that aligned with the way god sees you and uh, that will help you begin to thrive in your boundaries so melissa moving into um how can people begin to thrive within boundaries uh, without feeling like they are closing people out, like they are overdoing it? Because there's there's a possibility and a tendency to feel, oh, maybe I'm keeping people out. How can people bring that balance and begin to thrive while maintaining relationships and keeping the boundaries uh, functional? I think it's sometimes it's in the way that we view boundaries, Mama. Mm. I think, like you said, that boundaries are not meant to keep people 
out. Yeah. I've come to learn that whenever I've set boundaries, it's because I want the relationship to thrive. Mm. You don't set boundaries because you want a relation to stop. That's more yeah. of a blockade. That's a, you're blocking something. But what a boundary does is, let's say in, 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 we're thinking of it in relationships. Mm. If something my friend does hurts my feelings, and they might be unaware of it. I go and say to them, hey, I actually don't like it when you do this. It makes me feel A, B, C, D. I, please mm. stop that. That's a boundary that I've placed. Now it's yeah. up to them whether they follow that boundary or not. And if they don't follow that boundary, then it's now up to me as to how I enforce it. You mm. know, at times when you do set boundaries, that's what boundaries do. There is a cow. It is going to happen. Especially if you're somebody who never had boundaries before. It's not wise to think that when you set boundaries that everybody's going to be happy with them. Why? There are people who are benefiting out of you not having any boundaries. Oh, yes. And those benefits are going to stop. There are people who are benefiting out of you not doing all that God called you to be. You know, they, sometimes I remember there was a time I'm aware. What was the there was a, there was a word there was a say super spiritual. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I remember Where those days. You yeah. would do everything because you didn't want to be super spiritual. Yeah. But what does that actually mean? It meant that you were, every time that you you wanted to talk about God, you wanted to minister um, about God, or you spent a lot of time praying, and yet that was being seen as negative. But that's not negative. And so when you set a boundary of, hey, I actually don't like it when you call me super spiritual, then there's people who come and say, oh, well, then we can't hang out with you. That is going to happen. Child of God, we have to be wise and we have to understand the Bible is so clear. It says that friendship with the world is enmity towards God. And the opposite is true. If you're going right and someone is going left, you are not going to be walking the same path. Not everybody is meant to walk with you all the way through your journey. Sometimes your paths will crisscross. At other times you are close. Sometimes you're not so close. Other people, it is true. Some people are there for a a season. And sometimes even you, you're the person who's there for a season for someone else as well. And when somebody sets a boundary that you're unable to, 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 to adhere to, then that person is probably going to call you out as well. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Boundaries mm. are there not to stop relationships, but to help true relationships thrive. Mm. I, think I, I really love that. that because you see, when people begin to want to cross your boundaries and begin to question them, um, it's like trying to relegate back to what Melissa describes as bondage. You see, because bondage is is simply, you know, operating under compulsion, yes. operating under um, an expectation that you don't want to meet naturally, but you feel obligated to do it. So when people question your boundaries, they are trying to pull you back into the version of yourself that they recognize. Okay. Yes. So when people break boundaries. It's a signal to you that those people do not care about you as a person in terms of why you have put that boundary in place. Because whenever we draw up boundaries, they are for a reason. 
And when we communicate them, we are expecting others to honor them. And when they are broken, we want to reinforce them. But when we meet resistance, I think I did a whole um, a whole talk on what to do when your boundaries are broken. I think it was two weeks ago. So just go back and listen to that. But the tendency, like Melissa highlighted, is, is for people to try and remove those boundaries when you've worked so hard to build them. And why is that? It's because, you know, the way people relate to you is, um, it's either they want to give to you or they want to take away from you. That's how any interaction operates. It's either at that point you're giving or you're taking or both are, are happening at the same time. And so when people are trying to manipulate your boundaries, they are trying to save their spot in your life because yes. there are boundaries that make certain things disappear completely and if that's the only connection that that person had with you the moment the boundary goes and that stuff goes they don't feel connected to you anymore and sometimes people don't understand that and they begin to say things like oh you've changed or you're not the same person that we knew and so you begin to hear things like that when you hear that ask yourself what boundary um has actually shifted this person's perspective of me and uh if it's about your boundary don't compromise because remember melissa said uh here in all wisdom boundaries are there to protect you they are there to help you thrive in what god has called you to do so the guilt trip is a very common ticket someone will pull up on you when they're trying to pull you back into that familiar zone, Melissa. Because you see, familiarity is the comfort zone. Yeah. You can't find familiarity outside the comfort zone. You will be comfortable with the people you're familiar with. So yeah. the moment that familiarity is out the door because a boundary has been created, you find that people begin to feel uncomfortable and it's okay. So um, let us now delve into what it looks like to really thrive within boundaries what are the other things that highlight the fact that it's possible to actually thrive uh with within our boundaries you know Mama, when you're in boundaries there, there is such a freedom that is inexplicable there is a confidence that exudes out of somebody who knows and understands the boundaries and is happy and willing to operate within the confines of their boundaries. Mm. Um, there's a verse I love in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. And the message says this, it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away mm. with me and you'll recover life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn wow. what the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitted on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. No, that verse we normally hear it as, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light right so there there is a yoke and there is a burden but it's easy and it's like so that's boundary and so if you find that you're constantly tired you're feeling worn out you're feeling burnt out 
you don't have that love for Christ that you originally had, that's a good sign that something is wrong. Maybe I need to take time away. You know, Mama, I loved that a couple of, was it the beginning of this year when you sent out a message to those of us who follow you on different platforms that, hey, I'm just going to take some time out. Yeah. You know, that is so important. When you're thriving in boundary, you're not afraid to take time out. Why? Because yeah. you know that your seat is there. Just because I'm not sitting on it, it doesn't mean that no, nobody else. That. It's almost yeah. like, you know, if you, if, you, if you read fairy tales, Cinderella, how she had that glass slipper that they went through all the kingdom looking for someone, but she was the only one who could fit it. Mm. You know, mm. it's the same yeah. thing that when you're thriving, you don't mind taking some time out for you and God so that you can recharge because you know, yeah. hey, that's still there waiting for me. When you're thriving within the confines of within boundary, the Lord's voice, you know it. You know, Jesus says that my sheep know my voice and the voice of another they won't follow. And when, when you go and read that passage of scripture, he speaks about how they're sheep in a fold, they're in a mm-hmm. pen, they're in a boundary, right? Yes. And then he says that there's some who are not part of this boundary, but they're going to come into this, you know? So yeah. even Jesus spoke about those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, while we were talking, Mama, the Holy Spirit started sharing with me that, you know, Jesus actually had boundaries as well. Yes. But we don't we, we don't think and he had people who tried to um challenge his boundaries. He's yeah. this is what Jesus said. He says that I only do what I see my father doing and I only Come say on. what I hear my father saying. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary in itself, right? Yeah. Because he's saying I'm not going to speak of my own accord. Whatever mm-hmm. I want is Jesus the man. I'm not gonna talk about that. I'm only yeah. going to talk about what my father that's a boundary he set. Now he set that boundary. And then you've got the Pharisees and the Sadducees who are now coming and calling him Beelzebub. That one, no. How dare you call yourself the son of God and make yourself equal to God? You're nothing, you know, you, you're nothing but Beelzebub. You're the priest of Jesus. And yet, yeah. Jesus, because he thrived in his boundaries. Oh, Mama, I love this. When he was before Pilate, Jesus goes, I understand the extent of my of my boundaries. Do you know that if I wanted to right now, I could call legions of angels and they would come and rescue me. But yeah. because Jesus knew the will of his father, he knew that although I've got the ability to cross this and I've got I, my, my boundary reaches this extent, I understand that right now the extent of my boundaries is the cross. That's yeah. where I have to go to. Yeah. And I was having a chat with Simba. And I was saying, you know, when we're thinking about boundaries, and I had never thought about this, that really the boundaries that God places over our lives, we normally call them the will of God. What is yeah. the will of God for your life? Yeah. When you speak the will of God, when you seek that, that's the boundary that God has set for you. Jesus knew that the will of the Father was for him. Mm. You know, the Bible speaks about how he took off, he, did, he considered it not robbery to take off his godliness and put on you know humanity and that it says that he was obedient even to the point of death even death on a cross which was the worst death to have Mm. but he knew that the true extent of my boundaries is far greater than this but the will Mm. of my father right now is that my boundaries are confined to obedience obedience Mm. to the cross and that and you know he even told us himself that sometimes the boundaries were a bit uncomfortable he Mm. says Oh, Father, if, if if it's your will, take this cup of suffering from me. Yet not mm. my will, 
but your will be done not my boundaries that i want to set for myself my boundaries which i know i'm able to call upon legions and they can come and save me Wow. My boundaries with which I can literally tell everybody all about their, their everything that they've ever done when he's faced with the woman who was caught in the act of adultery and he mm. begins to write rather than mm. saying I know what you did I know what you did I know what you wow. did kept quiet the bible speaks about how like a lamb to the slaughter he was led quietly and yet he had the holy spirit and enough power that he could call upon legions do you wow. see how when you're thriving in boundary you don't feel the need to constantly go and defend yourself to people yeah you pick your battles carefully mm. and if you see wow. that this battle is not going to glorify god you will just wow. you will let them say whatever they want to say yeah. they will speak and speak and speak and yeah. one thing i've seen mama when you're mm. quiet as people are chucking rocks at you those mm. same people will come in the cover of, of night yeah to come and say i'm so sorry <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know I'm, i'm i'm smiling here because i'm just picturing jesus's time of ministry here on earth and mm. um you know how i love how you've beautifully laid out the fact that the 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 mission that christ came for is what defined what he could and could not do and he put it this way i do only what i see my father do that was the the bigger picture boundary yeah. but within that huge boundary that that underpinned his purpose which was to go to the cross and bring redemption within that were other boundaries that linked to the major boundary so we must understand that when god reveals his purpose for our lives that in itself demands that you are bound to that it becomes a boundary that um it becomes a definition of the boundaries that you set so for example if you are called to be a leader okay that in itself you are bound to that calling okay and so it helps you now say as a leader i can't do that or as a leader i can do that you see how it links to first your identity knowing who you are and then secondly to what you're called to do and then you will be clear about the boundaries that you you can set up without being apologetic about them you know look at jesus he knew that there was a mission he came for in the garden of getsemane you alluded to that when peter just said ah you can't treat my master like that because <laughs> chopped off the ear of one of the roman soldiers jesus said you know don't do that mm-hmm. so boundaries have to do with so many things but one of the things is this restraint yes boundaries have to do with restraint melissa has alluded to the fact that silence is powerful most of the times people will not know that you are a fool until you open your mouth people will not know you know what you're capable of saying until you open your mouth so sometimes restraint is what keeps you within the boundaries because you see the danger is we can set up boundaries right and then people begin to honor those boundaries mel and then on our own with our own words and behaviors and hands we break down those boundaries yeah. we are simply communicating to the people that we have told about the boundaries that look this boundary is actually a joke it's just i'm just yeah. trying i'm not serious about it yeah. so we need to understand that when boundaries are in place 
don't just look to other people honoring them honor them yourself i talk about this in my book if you you decide i'm not accepting any calls after 9 p.m don't pick up a call at 905 stick to those boundaries you are the one that will teach people how to treat you so i thought i should throw that in there you know sometimes we veer off our own boundaries and then we come back and ask other people to honor them i think that's uh being hypocritical we need to stand by what we have set up within the confines of what god has called us to do and honor that and when people see you honoring your own boundaries hear this that's how they begin to actually respect those boundaries if you break them no one is interested in honoring the boundaries that you yourself can't keep yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know mama even as you were speaking about those boundaries i was thinking about that freedom thing that we we're speaking about that when you're thriving in boundaries you become free and there's a verse in second corinthians chapter 3 from verse 15 it says even to this day when Moses is read, the veil covers their hearts. Mm. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So, mm. and then it says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with mm. ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord. Who is the Hallelujah. So mm. that first part, it says, even to this day when Moses is read, of which Moses is the law, right? Yeah. So even to this day when you're, when, and the law, it needed people to enforce it, right? So even yeah. to this day where people are the ones who are dictating what your boundaries are to be rather than God, a veil is going to cover your face because you're mm. going to keep working so that you please people. But whenever you turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And we always call that that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom yes. to do what? Absolutely. We need to understand freedom. to. It's not freedom yeah. to do whatever you whatever want to you do. Want. The answer is in verse 18. It says we are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory. So there's the freedom to be within the boundaries that God has created. And that's another sign of knowing whether or not you're thriving within your boundaries. It's, am I operating in the spirit or am I operating in the flesh? And Galatians chapter 5 gives a very good um, distinction between what it looks like to operate in in the flesh and what it looks like to operate in the spirit. And it talks about how you put to death the things of the flesh through the Holy Spirit. When Mm. you begin to thrive in boundaries, in boundary, Mm. you begin to understand that some of the things that you struggle with, it's actually not your job to Mm. remove those. Mm. You don't have the power to do that. You begin to realize that you cannot fight a spiritual journey, a a spiritual um, war or a spiritual fight with physical things. The Bible talks about how the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And so for me, like I talked about before, that I had jealousy. Mm. Now imagine if I tried to, if I was like, you know what, no, I'm just going to go and hang around this person all the time, and I'm going to do everything that I can, and every time that they, they, that they get praised, I'm just going to clap, and I'll just fake it till I make it, <laughs> you know? That wouldn't have worked. Yeah. But when I took it to the Lord, and I'm like, Holy mm. Spirit, help me. Mm. It was him because he begins to work in you. Why? Because that's the job of the Holy Spirit. When you thrive 
in boundary you allow to the holy spirit to be who he is he yeah. no longer becomes the person who just gives you the goosebumps on sunday on sunday morning when a slow worship song is played he no longer becomes the person who when somebody prays for you you're falling down on you're falling down um under, under, under the anointing of the holy spirit you know mm. he no longer just becomes that he becomes a confidant he becomes your best friend he becomes the person that you go you're constantly running to even about the smallest things yeah because like what mama alluded to you know when you begin to set boundaries and you understand what you're calling is there's certain things that you will not be able to do mm. and at times boundaries will be uncomfortable because you're now learning a new way of living you're learning a new way of being because you're beginning to understand your boundaries but there's something that god does i think it's in some words the bible says that um the lord gives you the desires of your heart and mm. how i can explain that mama before i got saved these things i used to like to do right that were mm. that had nothing to do with god and mm. yet when i became saved all of a sudden within my heart i no longer enjoyed doing those things where yeah. did that desire come from to not do those things it didn't come from me because melissa before god enjoyed hey oh my goodness let me give you did you hear what happened yeah and yet now melissa with the holy spirit is like hey actually that's not nice yeah um, can we talk about something else yeah he begins to just mold you into something into a new being you know the bible says that you're a new creation something that's never existed before yeah. and it is going to be a bit uncomfortable to learn how to move within those unforced rhythms of grace that's why that verse is that that verse that we spoke about jesus said mm. learn from me me you're learning mm. You know, it's not automatic to thrive in boundary. Why? Because we're carnal beings. We've been created in the flesh. But when you start walking with Christ, you're not putting to death the things of the flesh. And remember like I said that the aim is to is to begin operating within the authority of sonship. And the yeah. word of God is very clear. It says that for as many as are led by the Holy Spirit, those are, those as he called the sons of God. Yeah. And creation eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons you know creation yes. is waiting yeah. for us to operate in that anointing and in that authority that god has given us wow absolutely mel absolutely and and that guidance really is the holy spirit you know yes. the indwelling holy spirit will tell you when you are going outside the boundaries that god has yes. set for you and and that's what we call conviction because you you begin to feel uncomfortable like melissa said with the things that you used to feel comfortable with yeah. so when that conviction begins to come it's evidence that god has put you within a certain set of boundaries within yes. which he knows that you're going to be thriving and you're going to make uh, a difference and impact lives for his glory so boundaries very key to have and it's important to understand that god must be at the center of your boundaries much as you carry them out in a physical sense the root of every boundary must be what god has said 
what God has called you to do and what you are trying to become to align with who God already created you to be. So we are coming to the final minutes of our broadcast, Mel. I know an hour can pass so quickly (laughs) when you are drawing so much wisdom. But I want, uh, as we wrap up, Mel, what would you want to say to someone up there that's struggling with upholding their boundaries i mean they are already established rooted in what god has called them to do they are comfortable with them but they feel like when the boundaries are broken they don't know how to restore them because they would like to preserve the relationship in the process how can they handle that and then secondly uh what are the daily habits that people can can kind of adopt to keep them tuned to the Holy Spirit because he is our guide. Remember John 16, the Bible says, you know, Jesus said, um, I will send you uh, another helper because I'm going to the Father. I will send you another helper who will guide you into all truth. So as we walk on the path of truth, which is the path that is governed by boundaries, how can people... Uh, remain tuned to the Holy Spirit to make sure that they remain under that guidance. So first, for the person who might be struggling rebuilding a boundary because you're scared of the consequences that that boundary will have, and I want I want to tr- stress that consequences is not a negative thing. It just yeah. means the result of an action. Mm-hmm. If the relationship disintegrates because of the boundary. I have to be honest that maybe that relationship was never supposed to be there in the first place. If the relationship cannot thrive within the boundaries that you've established, then maybe that's why those boundaries were being put. For all you know, that relationship might have been limiting Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And when you've put those boundaries in that relationship has gone, maybe you will begin to blossom more than you can than you ever thought possible. Yeah. If it is a relationship that you really think is important and, and you really want to preserve, I would really suggest that you sit down with the person and you have a conversation with them. Yeah. Tell them about the boundary that you've placed. Help them understand what happens or how it makes you feel or what the effect is when whenever they, they they go beyond that boundary whenever they push too hard on that boundary and i would really say ask the holy spirit for the right words to speak mm. you know the bible speaks about how a soft answer it can come within the most raging of seas mm. so if you don't know what to say just ask the holy spirit and i think that kind of segues nicely into the second question that mama was asking about how do we um keep that relationship with the holy spirit or even grow it i think of the song that we learned at sunday school read your bible and pray every day (laughs) 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 it sounds so simple but that that there is no magic formula i'm afraid it's Mm -hmm. as simple as that spend time with god speak to him be available to him at any time i like to think of it as mama that wherever you are you need to create pockets of heaven Mm. wherever you are constantly be open to the holy spirit interrupting your thought process and talk and having a chat with you he Mm. has to be your best friend he has Mm. to be you know the bible speaks about how a friend is made for the time of trouble but there's a there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother Mm. he has to be the first person who knows 
who you run to to talk to because funny thing is he already knows everything you know it's not going to be new to him yeah he might he might he might not like hey i know you did this he might not say that but he already (laughs) knows and us just going to him is because surprisingly enough as amazing as he is he actually wants relationship with us Mm -hmm. that's why god doesn't always come and say out of nowhere hey you've done this you've done this he first develops relationship with us so i think it's important to understand that no matter what you've done understand that god is always knocking on your door he's Mm -hmm. always knocking he never stops oh you know mama before i was the topic i wanted to talk about i was going to say reckless love because he loves you recklessly like his love for you is so reckless Mm. that he does not care when he says come as you are he means that Mm. but Mm. understand that even though you come as you are like we've spoken about throughout this this whole episode you will not stay as you are boundaries Mm. god will start introducing boundaries why because he actually wants to be so close to you yeah and God yeah. does not compromise on his boundaries. That's he right. has boundaries. He says, no unclean thing <laughs> can yeah. come into my place. That's yeah. the boundaries that he has, you know? And then he begins to teach us how to create those boundaries. So I would really suggest, if you're not doing this already, pray every day. If you're not able to go for an hour, you can start small. Start five minutes every day. Be disciplined mm-hmm. in that. Read mm-hmm. a Bible verse and meditate on it. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Marinate on it. Listen mm-hmm. to to worship music. Look at what you're consuming on, on, when when it comes to media, whether it's yeah. social media, radio media, television, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Look yeah. at what you're consuming. Consuming. What is the majority right. of your diet? If it's mm-hmm. largely circular, I would suggest that maybe veer a little bit more. Mm. into 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 a media that speaks more about god listen That's to right. sermons listen to podcasts listen you mm. know right the rise and thrive platform read books that you know have been written by godly people like our mama go and buy you know her book read it that's that's literally how you grow close to him because you're giving him an opportunity to speak to you it's almost like you're just picking up the phone to somebody and saying hey how are you let's talk yeah so i think those are the main things for somebody who's looking to wow. um, deepen their relationship pray wow. spend time with them and just just be available for him exactly wow wow thank you mel thank you so so much for that um wrap up um amazing how that you know boundaries have been there from time immemorial it's not something that man just you know came up with uh in order to keep other people um out of certain things but god himself shows us that boundaries are very important if we are going to guard what god has entrusted into our lives um we must understand that much as we are so excited about serving god there is an enemy that wants to trip us up and so boundaries do help protect what god has invested in our lives and so like you heard mel say it's important to keep that relationship with god going strong every day the way you nurture other relationships make sure 
that your relationship with God does not remain behind. Rise and Thrive family, we've come to the end of our uh, episode today. I hope you have enjoyed listening to all the wisdom that Mel had to bring on this platform. And I pray that you will share, share this knowledge because you don't know someone might be needing to hear this and it might be, you know, a life and death situation. It might make a huge difference in their lives. So Mel, again, ah, thank you so much, my beautiful daughter, for coming on Rise and Thrive. I am confident that this is not the last time. Apostle Simba, um, husband, please, I'm appealing publicly (laughs) uh, that you would uh, lend us your wife again. Um, Thank you so much for releasing her uh, to come and be a blessing on Rise and Thrive. Thank you, Mel, and uh, we've enjoyed having you. Thank you so much, Mama. I always love our chats, whether they're in private or on, on the internet. I always leave having learned something new. So thank you so much for the honor of being on this platform. Oh, that's great. And and we really honor the anointing of God upon your life and such great wisdom uh, in a young life. You're going to do great things for God. And I can't wait to see that come to pass. So Rise and Thrive family, that is us for today. And it's a wrap. And we will see you again next week. Remember uh, to join me again as I come back next week, bringing you wisdom that is coming from the Father's heart. So from me, Diana Fumbilwa, full of love for all of you. It's goodbye and God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Rise and Thrive. I hope it has been of help to you. Feel free to share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, it's goodbye.